Hey, it's Crystal and James, and welcome to Real Home Talk 2023. Crystal, has it been absolutely crazy uh, to it start has the year? Been insane. 2023 has come, and this is February the 2nd. Can you believe this? This whole month has just flown by. And what's even crazier is that since our last episode, Crystal has been engaged. I don't know if anybody knows this, but that's something to celebrate. Yeah, and it's yeah. supposed to be a secret, but. We're going to put it out there anyways. Well, can you not... tell James is telling my story right now? Oh, yeah. So... Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's all it... good. I mean, I'm you know, we've been working together for over a decade. And um, him being the lender, I am the, uh, the, the you know, the realtor. I just kind of, you know, hang out behind him most of the time. But <laughs> no, I'm, I'm always the guy behind the curtain. Crystal does all the, the work out there. So it's just... It's just a great dynamic. And so I'm so happy for Crystal and David. They are amazing. Uh, so if you see them out there, you'll see them. Uh, we're going to bring them on the podcast. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, so get him on here. That. I'm yeah. pretty excited. A lot of things going on in 2023. And, and why not start with a bang? You know, why not? Oh, 100%. That's the way to start. And I'll tell you, so... If we want to talk about a bang, talk about more rate hikes coming, uh, even though the market is just like, it's impossible that you could keep doing that. Insurance rates are still going up. Um, so the market's still in turmoil, tiptoeing with the recession in mind. And on top of it, I had some stuff I got to work on at my house. And um, that actually ties into our next guest who um, gave me a call about it, which I didn't even know this profession existed. But man, is this just amazing. And I'm going to have them tell you more about it. Uh, so uh, coming onto the show right now is Mario Perdomo and Gigi Barrera with GBR Public Adjusters. And guys, tune in, bring in your headsets, turn up the volume, uh, because there's some really good information uh, that you're going to learn about what they do and how this can help you. Hey, uh, Mario and Gigi, welcome aboard. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having yes. us, James and Crystal. Yeah, welcome, guys. One thing I wanted to mention that I think James... Um, oh, you know, just didn't mention that this is a woman owned business. So me being, you know, the woman that I am, I had to put a shout out for a woman owned business. It's just really good to be able to see, um, you know, women taking their place in the, in the, in the, in the marketplace and, and getting their market share. So I'm super excited to um, have this discussion today with Gigi and Mario. And, uh, you know, I know we all have challenges coming our way when it comes to roofs, especially since the hurricane has happened recently in the last six months. And so, and I, as I drive in the city and people are trying to sell their houses or they're trying to, to um, maintain their homes, I see these blue tarps everywhere oh, yeah. with sandbags. So, I mean, I think my first question is, you know, with, with somebody who is a homeowner and has recently in, dealt with um, a damaged roof, and their insurance has said to them, we're only going to give you $1,000. How how do you guys deal with that kind of situation? Yeah, actually, uh, Mario, before we start, what is a public adjuster? And then and then tie into Crystal, because I had no idea what, what this is at all. So if you don't mind giving us the nuts and Yeah, no problem. So a public, a public adjuster is an adjuster that works for the homeowner, not for the insurance. And we make sure that we can maximize the insurance claim and the way that the insurance is going to give you just the repair. And what we do, we're going to make sure that we get the whole replacement just because of the simple fact that there's a little bit more, you know, you only get to see the tip of the iceberg. You don't get to see the whole the whole thing. So a lot of people just say like, oh, just just the shingles or, you know, but there's interior damage that involves that. There is there is just a lot of other things that involve just 
a tarp on the roof or just a leak on the roof. So when Crystal was saying that, like, okay, they're only going to give you a thousand dollars. This is kind of where you guys come in or you guys come in before then. And we're like, whoa, this is not a thousand dollar job. This is we're talking big bucks over here. That is right, James. Yeah, so what we are, a public adjuster is actually a professional claims handler. So just a little bit of insight so the homeowners can understand. Because basically when we are up into buying homes or buying property, we know that we have to insure them. But usually we're in a hurry, like, hey, you need to get insurance. You have to sign here. You need to do this. Nobody really gets to read their policy or they don't really understand what's going on. So a public adjuster is a professional claims handler, but we work for the homeowner, the property owners, okay, instead of working for the company. So once that we have cleared that up, then we can talk about the damage with the tarps. So the tarp situation and the roofing situation and the reason why we work is because unfortunately, the insurance adjusters, the ones that work for the insurance are looking out for their pocket. Public adjusters, in, in our case, we're looking out for our client's pocket. So that's where we come in and why it's so important to have someone on your side that knows, knows really what's going on, how much it really going to cost to repair your home, whether it has to be a repair or full replacement of a roof and any other damages. Right now, we talk about roofing a lot because of course we got hit by two hurricanes back to back uh, and it hadn't happened in, in a long time since 2004 when we actually had three. Um, and if you guys were in Florida, you can probably remember. It's oh, been- 100%. <laughs> Right. So right now, <laughs> right now, it's it's really hard. If you do drive around, you get to see these blue tarps and it's intriguing because it's like, wait a minute, what, what is going on? So tying in with that, what we do, we represent the client. We can definitely come in from the beginning and it doesn't only have to do with just uh, hurricane claims. We can help you with anything. So, for example, people that have maybe some plumbing issues, uh, backups in their home, fire, uh, vandalism anything that is covered under their insurance policy. So one of the services that we also offer is to review policies and we do it for free for whoever's Wow, interested. that's that's amazing. Uh, you, you don't really see that a lot where somebody's going to give you something for free. It's like, hey, we're going to leverage our expertise, review <laughs> your policy and tell you what's covered. Uh, right. So so no upfront fees. I'm already liking what I'm hearing. How about you, Chris? There's no obligation. There's yeah. no obligation either, so... I like it. I like it. You know what? But I think it's it's just really important for people to understand you don't know what you do not know Correct. when it comes to insurance. And I sell homes and I'm the first one to tell you, I do not know what I don't know, you know? Mm -hmm. And so on my insurance policy, I know I have one yep. <laughs> and, you know, and I know that when something happens, I have to lean on, lean in on a lot of professionals that I know could help me get the best possible uh, amount of money out of my, my insurance policy. Right. Chris, right. so, yeah. What's, what's crazy is the only thing I've ever focused on, on the insurance policy is that one declaration page. And then I didn't realize there's like 500 pages of disclaimers and everything else. And it's like, Whoa, I have coverage here. And it's like, Oh, you didn't look at section a exhibit 1236 C, which <laughs> relates to that. And you're like, what? Correct. Like, the endorsements. Yes. Thank you. I'm like, what is going on here? So it's nice to have experts in that, especially Crystal. We deal with a lot of our clients are asking us about insurance all the time. So it's good to have an expert involved who actually knows how to read these policies. Right. Yeah. Yes. So, so tell me, I mean, I got a curious question as far as, you know, can you give us an example or walk us through the process when you have someone that is interested in using a 
a public adjuster, like from beginning to end, you know, can you give us an example of one of the uh, type of deal, you know, that you work with? Can sure. you Yes, Crystal. So usually what we do is it's always best for a public adjuster to be involved at the very beginning of the claim. So when anybody gives us a call, the first thing that we always ask is, of course, you know, what happened and are you okay? First of all, right? Yeah. Then the second question is always, do you have your policy? Or really, do you know where it is? Most people usually do have a policy, but they could have a policy for maybe 10 years ago, three years ago. Most people don't have the full policy or they just have an older one. And um, some people think that all the policies are the same and they're not. <laughs> Every year they change, whether you still pay the same or if you're paid, it, they always change. So that's pretty much where we get started. Then we set them up with an inspection. Okay, like I told you, it is um, there's no obligation and it is totally free. So we go to their home or if it's a commercial claim, same thing because we also do commercial claims or residential as well. Um, we do, uh, I think it's an eight point inspection of the home and this is totally free and there's no obligation. So we go in there, we check your roof, we check your kitchen, we check your bathrooms, we check your plumbing, we check your AC, we check your uh, water heater, um, and I mean, everything, everything, everything else. And then from there, of course, we take a look to see if we do find something, unless they called us with, hey, I have a leak going on, and then we just go straight for that, but we still check everything else in the home. So once we do review the policy, we go over with our client, and that's where we find out how little homeowners or property owners know about the policy that they have purchased. OK, oh, yeah. and then from there, of course, we just have to go and, and see our following steps, which what it is, the next steps will be mitigation to mitigate the damage. So what happens is we go, we see that there's damage, we see that there's coverage. So then we have to tackle it so the damage does not become bigger. It's contained. So it is contained. Exactly. You guys pretty much handle it from beginning to end. So let's say you guys mitigate the damage. You guys have contractors you guys get in touch with to come in and kind of like, hey, let's stop the the bleeding right here. Stop the flood exactly. in while we Correct. get the insurance up there, which uh, in case you don't know, this is a responsibility of a homeowner is to not let the damage get out of control. So Correct. even if the insurance hasn't paid you out yet, you need to do everything you can to mitigate that risk. And Correct. so that's really good that you guys are familiar with that. Sorry, sorry oh. to interrupt you, Gigi, but uh, no, go no on. Problem. I just wanted to, to get no, That's a really good input. Mo actually, most people don't know. You do have 14 days to report and contain the damage in your home. So for example, if you have a leak, let's say under your kitchen that you saw, and you know, some people are more like, eh, you know, it's okay. I'll deal with it later. I'll deal with it later. And then three months pass by, if you call your insurance and say, hey, uh, I have a leak. Okay, well, what happened? Well, you know, like about three months ago. Well, guess what? Now you're responsible for that damage because you did not contain it nor reported it within 14 days. But most people oh, don't know that. So that's why it's so important to know, especially because we work so hard to buy our property or even our first home or invest. It doesn't matter what you're buying. We work so hard for it that you want to make sure that you're able to take care of it and that you know what resources are available for you to take care of your properties starting with a public adjuster. Absolutely. And so after, okay, you guys mitigate the damage, you've already reviewed the um, insurance stocks. So now you guys deal with the insurance, you guys file the claim or does it yes. still go through the borrower or sorry, we the homeowner? Do. We yes. do everything from A to Z for you. So we begin, once we go and we do the inspection, then we do our sign up. Okay, that's what we call it in-house. In uh, and pretty much we have all the information and then we 
reach out to the insurance. We let them know that something has happened. Um, and then we go on from there. What we do after that is the investigation. We come in to do the inspection with the insurance adjuster. We discuss the damages together, and then we make our own estimate. The insurance adjuster makes their own estimate, and then we come back to negotiate. The only thing that we cannot do for our client is accept an amount or um, accept an amount without discussing it with them first. So we do everything from A to Z. Once we do have a good number that we have negotiated, then we get back to our client and say, hey, you know, this is the number. Once we think it's a good number, because we're not going to waste our, our client's time and say, hey, you know, we got a couple thousand dollars here. That's not even going to be enough to, to complete your repair. So once we have yeah. that, then we can discuss it with the client and we'll go on with there. We also Absolutely. process the checks and that's where you guys come in as well. Because we have to make sure that we always, always, always double check that the mortgage is correct in the actual policy. Because once we get the checks, um, if they're incorrect, then it's going to take about 30 days, if not more, to get them reissued. And then we have to send them to the mortgage. And then so. Oh, absolutely. And and what I really liked um, that you said right there is that you guys do your own estimate. So when they when the insurance company sends out an adjuster. The adjuster works for the insurance company, even if they're supposed to be impartial, they're going to be super conservative. That's just the nature of the business, you know? Yes. And so having somebody who actually is like, uh, no, it doesn't cost like a hundred dollars for whatever to fix this in this market, this is the real price. And you guys have all the estimates you put it in. Okay. So I know you guys are adding a lot of value to, um, to, to a homeowner. So I guess the real question is there's no upfront fees. Um, how do you guys get paid? Like how, like you guys get paid by the insurance company or how does that work out? Just so we give fully transparent for like all the homeowners, how it works. Of course we do get paid um, with the money that we're able to recover from the insured estimate usually. And I'm not sure if maybe you have seen the news lately, which is actually really good for our industry. We've had a couple of whistleblowers and uh, we have some independent adjusters who actually, they don't really work directly for the insurance carriers. They're just like contractors, but they go and do the same job that we do. So they do go out, they take a look and they make their own estimates. Uh, oftentimes we have about the same numbers, okay? But once this estimate is submitted to their the carrier's desk adjuster, that's when we start seeing a different in numbers. So a couple of weeks ago, just the beginning of this year, we had three brave whistleblowers and that's has helped our industry a lot especially when it comes to time to negotiate um absolutely so yeah. no i mean that makes sense because let's face it if anyone's ever done a renovation or tried to do a repair the costs always end up being three to four times higher anyways you, you try to go get wood you try to go get glass you get anything everything's coming in higher i'd rather have that buffer and just knowing the insurance company is going to give you the lower end of everything anyways. So that's anything right. additional you're getting, I mean, that's a huge plus. And the fact it that is. the public adjuster is just getting a small chunk of the additional that you wouldn't have had anyways. I mean, it sounds like a win-win to me. It is. I like, mean, our charges are usually 20% of the total that we're able to recover after the deductible has been paid. We said paid, but really what it is, is the insurance, once they start to release payments, they hold or they keep the actual deductible. So our client never has to come out of pocket for anything. Now, 20% is the regular charge across the board for any any damage except for hurricane. Right now, I would uh, try to get people to, to, if you do have damage from hurricanes, right now, all of the public adjusters across the board can only charge legally up to 10% for one year. 
All right. So if you did suffer from Ian or Nicole from September 28th, uh, 2022, up until September 27th, 2023, we can only charge 10%. So I urge everyone to please give us a call so we can help you at a lower rate. After that, we have to charge the full price. Okay. I did not know that. So 10% only to For be charged case, yes. if you, if, during the this September to September. Correct. So it's not just a September to September. Is when we have, uh, if if the state is declared in a state of emergency, from that date that it was declared, and I think the first one, I think it was declared from the, on the twenty third of um September. Of September. Okay. So from there, twelve months out, only ten percent, and then for Nicole, same thing for there, twelve months out. So so you get your full services at a discount for hurricanes, and I'll tell you what, hurricane deductibles, uh, especially if you're a first time home buyer. Hurricane deductibles are ridiculous. They're, I they're think it's normally like 1%. Uh, usually about 2%, two. It's 2%. of the 2%. The, the, the so when you have a coverage. claim, it's 2% of whatever the damage is. So well, well let's say whatever coverage a, a is. Yeah, so, so $500,000 home is about $10,000 deductible. Correct. So they're going to charge you 2% on that dwelling coverage that you have. So and most homes are what now, Crystal? What's our average value of a home? I mean, average median house price was three eighty, so it's teetering between three eighty to four hundred thousand right now. So right now, your hurricane deductible is almost eight thousand dollars versus a a typical deductible of all other perils, which is everything but a hurricane. Typically, is usually about a thousand dollars to twenty five hundred, depending on what you have on your policy. So imagine right. having to fork out eight thousand whenever a hurricane hits, even if it's small damage from the hurricane. I mean, it makes sense to to really just get it fixed yourself at that point, well, and, you know, if it's not 8,000 in damages. Sorry, go ahead, Gigi. <laughs> yes. Well, yes, that's what we usually think, especially if, if we are not aware of the things that we, of, of how you're able to get help from a public adjuster. When we think about it, it's like, when we think about home insurance, especially if you're not like in the industry, you guys know a little bit, so that's really good. But usually homeowners, they work in different industries. So they maybe, I guess they see it as maybe how we see car insurance or even medical insurance where you do have to pay a deductible for you to be able to get the funds. But remember in this case, how it works is that we just don't see the deductible at all. So yeah. we're not putting any money out. The homeowner is not putting any money out. It's just not coming in. They're keeping it over there. Correct. So like, for example, if you have 10,000 in damages and your deductibles, a thousand dollars are going to write you a check for 9,000. So it's, yeah. So you're not coming out of pocket at all. Same thing with the hurricane. You have 20,000 damages, let's say a $400,000 home, you're losing 8,000, you're getting a $12,000 check, um, right. essentially. So depending on what the damages are. And um, also depending on, on what, who you're working with. Because oh, yeah. if, if you work, if you work with a public adjuster, if you hire a public adjuster, you don't have to put any money out of pocket. Uh, but if you hire a roofer to take care of your roof claim, then most roofing companies do require for you to pay the deductible. So you'll be paying out of pocket to get your roof replaced. And if you do hire a roofer to take care of your roof, more oftentimes they only take care of just a roof and nothing to do with the interior damage. So we do work with a lot of roofers, but we try to make sure that we let our clients know if you work with an adjuster, you don't have to put any money out of pocket. And we're taking a look at, at your home or the property as a whole, not just the roof itself. 
Now, Gigi, I have a, a question uh, for you, Mario. So when you guys mitigate the damage, when you guys stop the damage from occurring, does the, the homeowner pay anything out of pocket or are you guys waiting to get reimbursed from the insurance company? So do you guys have contractors that are like, okay, once the check comes in, pay us out? Or is it like, no, homeowner, you got to pay something to, to get these guys to stop the damage? Or how does that work out? No, we call them in and um, they get paid by the insurance. The insurance takes care of that. So we send a tarp, we send mitigation to dry out any mold or any wetness in your home. And that's all at the end free from the homeowner's pocket. And just the insurance has to pay out of, out of their pocket for that. So that's oh. some, it's a service that the insurance provides. But the, but the insurance is not going to say, hey, wait a minute, you have a leak. Let me send you someone. They're not. No, they're yeah. not going to say that. Yeah. We have to request it. Yeah. Now, uh, sorry, it's, all these questions are popping in. You guys are amazing. Uh, so during the hurricane, I know everything was backed up. How did you guys deal with that sort of thing where, I mean, it seemed like there weren't enough people to go out. There wasn't enough. Um, you know, how did you guys, how were you guys able to allocate that? Was it just at a uh, ranking of, Hey, who's got the most damage? Who do we got to help the most first and then work your way down? Or uh, what were you guys able to do on that front? Everybody gets help. It doesn't matter. Big, small, your homeowner, your home is, is is damaged. You need help. We're gonna come out. We're gonna take care of everybody. We're not we're not bar worrying about uh, who has bigger or anything like that. First come, first serve, and we're gonna make sure we take care of everybody seven days a week. Right. Well, of course, yes. if we have someone who's missing a chunk of their roof and they have an opening, we have their be priority. So that's what. But we do take big or small, everyone. We help everyone, and then we do have relationships with the mitigation companies where we're able to send you. Um, right away, we can send you a tarp. And like we said, like Mario said, there's no charge for that. And another thing that is very important for people to know is that there, most policies cover you for additional living expenses. So if there is a, let's say there's a big opening in your roof for the hurricane or a tree hit it where you cannot live in your home, you also have coverage for that. And we work with other companies that can place you in a temporary home and you don't have to pay anything out of pocket. So the beauty of it all is if you do if you do hire a public adjuster, we can help you 100% with all your worries. So what we do really, you give me your problems, we solve them for you. Except for, for heart problems, that's something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fantastic. I, I mean... I just think it's absolutely amazing. And and Crystal, I feel like this is such a value add for all our clients out there, especially first-time homebuyers and even homeowners out there right now who are dealing with insurance issues, things that get dragged on um, forever. I mean, I've had insurance stuff that's just dragged on for months and it's like, how is there no resolution You know, yes. coming up? Uh, uh, do you guys have like a time frame or timeline that you guys typically see on average for when you guys deal from with a claim from start to finish? Or does it depend on the damage or how's that um, usually work out? Yes. Yeah, so actually we have uh, the insurance has 90 days by law to make a decision on a claim, whether it is approve or deny or send payment or whatever they're going to do. Most of the time when we do have higher amount claims, those drag out, tend to drag out a little bit more and get it twisted. These are tactics that the insurance has. So the homeowner is, is going to say, well, you know what? It's, I'm waiting too long forget about it, I'll pay out of pocket. So to all my homeowners out there, my message will be, do not do not get tired because these are the tactics that they have so they can not, they don't have to pay you guys and then you just get tired and, and that's what that is. But usually it's about 90 days, so three months. And if it's a harder, harder um, case, 
where they actually change the register every week. They don't reply our phone calls. They don't reach out to us at all. Then we're looking at about maybe three to six months. No, uh, Gigi, sorry, guys. I, I know I'm kind of asking a ton of questions here. Now, let's just say um, a homeowner doesn't get you in on the start of the process. They put on our podcast, they're going for a run and they're like, oh my God, I'm in the middle of an insurance thing. Can they still bring you in even though they've already filed a claim and now they're just been waiting and they're like, man, this is a headache. So it's, there's no time limit. It's like, hey, I need to call uh, Mario and Gigi, have them pop in and help us with this claim. Yeah. Yes. Is that a possibility? Yes. Okay, so they oh, don't. Yeah. They, it doesn't matter any time, whether beginning or middle or whatever. Now, if what you've if you've been got... denied, underpaid, or just haven't done it, we can help you. We Perfect. Can, actually, that's yeah, so, so. That's I, what so I was I hoping you'd say. I got a confession because uh, probably <laughs> about ten years ago, when I replaced my roof, I had a public adjuster. Um, I I got declined a claim on my house, and um, I think I got. $700 for my roof. That's all they sent me when I first went. And oh, then okay. I went to my roofer and I said, well, this is not going to pay for a roof. And so he referred me to a public adjuster. My roofer did. And that was my first experience with a public adjuster. So it was just, you know, that relationship that I developed with the roofer that transferred into a connection referral to the public adjuster. So Public adjuster came in and analyzed, just like what you said, they analyzed my situation and what the, the initial claim was that my roof was too old, that they wasn't going to, they looked at the age of the, the shingles on the roof and they would not, um, they would only, you know, they took a percentage off because of the age of the roof. And then they were like, we're not going to give you but this much money, but the damage that was done in the house and anything else was not taken into consideration. Right. So, but when the public adjuster came and walked the roof and walked inside of the house and showed claims, and when the um, adjuster for the insurance company came back, he had a lot of information to share with them. So mm -hmm. then we ended up going to mediation. Correct. And in mediation, that's when I was able to get the full amount that was needed to replace the roof. You know, so I didn't realize it was 10% or 20%. So even after listening to your, to what you're telling me, I'm like, man, I, I had this experience. I did not know. Chris, you know? that's wild. Cause like, imagine you got $700. So without a public adjuster and you know, they're taking 10% or whatever of it uh, to replace a whole roof. So insurance is going to give you $700 public adjuster probably got you 10 to 15, whatever it was probably to replace the roof. $1,000. Yeah. So from and 700 to 15,000, to replace the entire roof, that's a big sum of money. That, that's you know, huge. So, I mean, I would have gotten nothing, you know? So, I mean, with the experience of what I had, I, you know, you, you know, I, you got my vote. Yeah. <laughs> you know, definitely go in, you know, if you don't know any, what you're doing, which a lot, this is not a DIY project. This is where okay. you had to come in with somebody who knows how to deal with um, insurance, homeowners insurance policies. They can read them thoroughly so they don't sound like it's Greek or, you know, or some other <laughs> language, you know, you want to be able to have someone that can, you know, make it a layman terms to you and um, represent you. It's almost like going to court. If I would, if I had to go to court today, I would hire a lawyer. <laughs> you know, yeah. if I need to get heart surgery, I get a doctor. Well, if I need some homeowner's insurance and, and, and I have a claim, I'm going to get me a public adjuster. 
<laughs> you know, and so that's, that that's I, I truly believe that. So I mean, and, and so I had a really good experience. But I, I want to ask um, for our listeners, you know, normally um, when you when you ha- there are certain insurance companies that respond better than others, you know, and what do you need to look for besides what you need, you know, coverage wise? What are some of the things that you need to look for when you're selecting an insurance company that might you know, be able to take your claim a little bit more seriously than others. We actually maximize claims is what we do. So see how they took you from 700 to 15,000 or higher. Um, What we want to make sure that you look for is what's important to you on your home. Every policy is different. Okay. And it could be depending on your agent also, because we do have some agents that may be, I don't know if they're not caring, but I've seen some policies that you have some people that have um, things like collectibles or jewelry and things, arts and things like that, that you want to make sure that they're covered and they're not covered for some reason. So what I tell people is mostly if you, you want to make sure that you try to have coverage for what you have and what you care about, of course, your home. Um, and then of course, there's policies that are very different. So really, it starts with you being able to request what you really need and want with your agent. But for that, you have to make sure that you have an agent who is experienced and can give you some insight as to what you may need based on what you have. I had one lady one time, she had a, about, she lost about, well, they broke into her home and she had um, coverage for theft, but she didn't have coverage for jewelry and things like that. We only have, I think the set amount is $2,500. So unless you let your agent know, I have specific jewelry in here that is about, I don't know, $50,000, then all you're going to get when you have your claim is $2,500. So those are things that you may wanna think about other than um, of course a dwelling port as as well. Um, Other people are for some reason underinsured where their home is, you're supposed to have at least 80% of the value of your home insured in your policy. For some reason, some people don't. I urge everyone that is a homeowner and a property owner, do not cut your pennies or your corners when it comes to insurance in your properties. We go back to saying how hard it is to acquire all these things, make sure that you're taking, you know, that they're taking care of correctly. Fantastic. Hey, actually... I had a quick question. So Citizens is a, a government-backed insurance company, right? Like, have you guys seen any difference between dealing with independent ones and Citizens, or is it pretty much the same process? Citizens. So <laughs> Citizens, okay. Yeah, and, and the, sorry, just to preface it, the only reason I ask is because Citizens seems to be the only one insuring plenty of homes in certain areas. And a lot of times we just want people to be aware that is it still going to be a benefit because it's a lower policy price or is it troubling when you're trying to file a claim, you know, just to kind of give the insight. Cause we had an insurance agent on here and he said citizens should be your absolutely last resort to go through um, because of how claims are handled, everything else. So I just want to see from an adjuster side, is it the same thing? Are you guys like, if there's another option, go to the other option, even if it costs more. A hundred percent. If so citizens as some people may know it's a government insurance pretty much. So they, the way that we are able to fight them is like if you were to fight the government. Ooh, so you're not going to tough. win. Yeah. However, 
However, there's things that we cannot do. For example, with private carriers, we are able to, if we have a dispute, we can do, of course, we can do mediation, we can try to do appraisal, or um, we can submit a CRM, which is a civil remedy notice, okay? And that way we're able to still get the claim settled and, and finalize it. But citizens, we cannot do a civil remedy notice. Of course, it's because it is the government insurance. Now, if you live close to the beach, okay, if you're close to the water, the only thing you're going to find is citizens, unless you're able to find our surplus insurance, which, which are insurance carriers that come from different states. But that coverage is a little bit different. So be careful. Now, in most areas here uh, in Florida that are not by the coast, you'll be able to get um, private carriers, but your agent can also offer you citizens. For me, I would rather not go with citizens because again, it's it's a harder fight. I'm not saying that we're not going to win, but it's a harder fight. So it may take us a little bit longer than this three to six months that we had previously thought of because we have to handle it a different way. We can't shoot the same way, you see? So Absolutely. So, so that's kind of the narrative we're hearing about government-backed insurance. It's, it's almost the same thing from people who work with it. Uh, when a first-time homebuyer is buying a home or getting a new policy and they see citizens and they see that, that really low number. And they're like, Ooh, 1800 versus 2000. Let's go with the 1800. And it's like, Whoa, let's right. slow it down there. That $200 savings is going to end up costing you a lot more in the end. And I, I guess, I guess is the thing that's, I guess we're coming to know. I had no idea how, um how serious it was. Like I was hearing about how premiums go up when uh, there's hurricanes and everything like that. Everybody's like, on the boat. So I, I like what you said. It's like fighting the government. So uh, it's it's a battle that's going to be very difficult to win. They're not going to make it easy. Right. I mean, I, I've, I've learned so much in this episode. How about you, Crystal? I'm just learned, like, I've learned a tremendous amount and I'm just still kind of mind bottled. Um, um, if you have a preferred list of roofing companies that you um, know of, I'm sure our listeners could want to use that. And then you're in Central Florida. You don't know where to go. You don't know who to trust when it comes to roofs specifically, because that's a hot topic right now. You know what, Crystal? You know what I'd like? Uh, maybe we get with uh, Gigi and Mario and get their recommended roofers on the podcast. Why don't we that bring them on? Awesome. Yay. Yeah, I, I think that that might work out pretty well. Hey, Gigi, Mario, you guys have been so generous with your time. And I mean, it's just been so enlightening. All right. So how does how does one of our listeners reach you? They're listening to the podcast. They're like, OK, these guys sound awesome. How do I get in touch with uh, Gigi or Mario? You know, uh, what is it, what's the best way? Phone number, email. Uh, tell us everything. Well, you can reach us uh, uh, via phone. Uh, you can. Um... You can call us at uh, 321-365-0780. That will be our office number. And our gentleman Juan in the office can definitely take care of you with any questions that you have. Or you can reach out to me directly, and that'll be 321-315-9567. Or you can call Gigi at 407-924-6382. Perfect. Okay. And that's GBR public adjusters and that's GBR public adjusters.com. Um, yeah. Guys, sounds like it's spelled guys. Just write it in there. Go call them anytime you have an insurance claim. I mean, they know what they're talking about and um, yeah, we just so sincerely appreciate having you guys on the phone and taking your time out of your day. Um, yeah. it's, it's just been great. 
Absolutely. And oh, if you don't get you. any of that information, you can always call James or I, and we would have them on our preferred list right. of vendors that we work with, that we share with all of our clients. We have a, a huge directory of people that we keep in connected with, and we only try to bring people that we know that we love to work with and you would enjoy working with as well. So I know uh, Mario and Gigi will take really good care of you, just like we've done in the past. Always. Thank work. you, Crystal. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, James. Super happy. Just remember that we go take care of it. We go there. Just give us a call. Free inspection. Free policy reviews. No obligations. We only get paid unless you get paid. I like right. it, man. I like Everything that. sounds good at that. Okay. Well, you can't say no. <laughs> <laughs> so win-win situation for everybody at the end. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, hey, listeners, thanks for tuning in and uh, be sure to catch us on the next one. And we'll definitely have Mario and Gigi back on uh, soon enough. All right, guys. Thank hey, you guys. For Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.